0: What do you think is the underrated thing that got them there? Because I was, like, I understand we talked about the defense and Mahomes and the killer nature, which means there's always things that are undersold for how they were able to get the Super Bowl win and complete the dynasty. And one really stood out to me, and it was the offensive line play in the playoffs. Nick Bost was coming into the Super Bowl, and he's talking about how they hold a lot. Do you know how many holds Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith had in this game? None. Zero. Zilch. Do you know well they played in the three previous games outside of that? Really well. The best four-game stretch of the entire season out of the offensive line was this four games. Hell, the only problem they had in four games was Creed kept snapping the ball low. That's an all-season thing. I don't know if you saw that video. You can clearly lip-read Patrick Mahomes on the sideline when Rasheed Rice came over to yell at him about not throwing him that ball, in which he threw that ball at the end of regulation towards Kelsey. He said... He snapped it. He said he rolled the effing snap to me. Time I didn't, he said I had to get the throw off. Like, he openly admitted to Rasheed. He's That's like, been an all-year no thing. thing. But outside yeah. of that, yeah. the offensive line play had their best four-game stretch. I think that that is an underrated part that got them to the Super Bowl win. Absolutely. I mean, that a- after
1: the Dolphins, after the Baltimore game, that was a part of our conversation around this team. A big reason why the offense has been better is they're getting their best offensive line performances from their tackles all season long. Give Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith big-time credit for that. Um, and, and that was a huge development for why they were playing their A game for the whole the whole postseason and for at least a quarter and a half during the Super Bowl. It yeah. certainly wasn't that, that way in the first half. But they were. So yeah, i yeah, you could have skipped that in your back to back rewatch. Uh, I am with you. Uh yeah, the first half was one where you didn't pay I didn't pay as much attention to the first half. It was the second half and that's all you, you know, you know you need to watch the first half that much. Um other than the offensive line, I think it, now he's starting to get more national attention. But so I don't know if it's underrated in Kansas City, but it was underrated nationally until the game ended on Sunday. And that is still what they're getting from McDuffie as much as Sneed got all the credit. McD- th- this was McDuffie's uh, game. I think to finally get even more national attention. And so was it's an underrated storyline that, Oh, they, they, they only have, they not only have Jerry Sneed, they got this, kid named Trent McDuffie, who's been in the league two years. He's got two rings and he oh, was bro. text I mean, just textbook perfection on coverage of Brandon. Brandon, Ayuk on a couple big time plays, the one shot to the end zone. Just, I mean, you couldn't have, it was perfect. It was perfect. And so I think the, the fact that this team has one of the top three corners in all of football right now, and maybe two of the top five, honestly, in football right now is an underrated story. Not in Kansas City, we've all been watching McDuffie and steam. We we've, we've known it, but it is a nationally an underrated storyline and it's kind of cool to see that uh, on NFL Network recently in the last 24 hours, I guess, <laughs> that Trent McDuffie is starting to get more love and and, and respect for what he's also done.
0: Textline immediately mentioned Harrison Butker. That's probably I mean, yeah. for the whole dynasty in general, probably. I mean, he is now I think he's I think now he's got the most kicks made in Super Bowl history. I didn't play off it. I mean, like he's skyrocketing up the top playoff performers from a kicking standpoint. Now, part of that is because, well, he gets to play in them all the time. But he <laughs> yeah. has been one of the NFL's most accurate kickers in NFL history, and he's maintained that in the postseason. He was great, obviously, in the Super Bowl. He made two kicks over 50 yards, set a Super Bowl record for longest kick in Super Bowl history, which they needed, by the way. Three points would have made a difference between them winning or losing. At the end of that game, they would have not had. I mean, they would have maybe had to well, then look touchdowns. on the flip side. The rookie kicker for the Niners. Moody obviously
1: gets his block, his extra point blocked. Now he came up with a nice 55 yard earlier, but his extra point gets blocked. So it turned out those are two of the bigger kicks of the entire football game. And yeah, Harrison Butker is as steady as they come in the NFL. He's the best kicker in football right now. You and I went back and forth about Tucker from a longevity and Hall of Fame situation. Tucker will be in the Hall of Fame. Butker's got a lot of work, I still think, to get to that point. But he's the best kicker in football. If he just the Chiefs kicks like have this for
0: another like five or six years, yeah. and gets another ring, he'll probably get it.
1: Butker's easily the best kicker in football right now. I think he, he was well. He passed the the clutchest kicker in, in the game. Yeah, Vinatieri. In Vinatieri, uh, so I, I mean, though, there's something to that at least. Where, I guess, to your point that you were bringing up yesterday, Cody is in the clutch moments. He's been money every single time. And how, how many games throughout the season, if it weren't for Harrison Butker, did they lose the game? 'Cause he has four field goals. Uh, I mean, there there's at least a couple. Two, at least two or three. Well, we all know what I mean last year's playoff run, what he did against your Bengals in the AFC title game, I'm sorry. And then also what he did in the Super Bowl last year. So he Or the thirteen second yeah, game against Buffalo. It
0: doesn't matter. I mean, you can point out he's got more than his fair share of big time playoff moments. I I don't think that that's a bad one. Um I don't think that's a bad one at all. Someone has, you know, someone says, stay away from your hoodie. Remember, that got sold. Some listeners. And actually, has really, it. since the listener bought that, Harrison Bucker has been the best kicker in football. Really, since I got rid of that hoodie, this he's never screwed up <laughs> no. again. I do think, I guess, another one you uh. could throw is in terms of the game itself, is
1: Leo Chanel. Just because his name isn't brought up, you know, as much compared to the, to the other guys, he had a, a monster game.
0: He was the number one rated pro football focus player in that entire game, Yeah, which says a lot. Him and Mike Pinnell, by the way, were like right at the top of the list. Mike Pinnell, I watched that highlight clip of him absolutely ruining Trent Williams on a snap. Kudos, my
1: guy. That speaks even more to what we discussed yesterday about Brett Veach and where he deserves credit and not just the headline names and not signing certain players or signing certain players, but how they built out the 53-man roster. And I know, look, we're we're at training camp. And by the time the end of training camp comes, we're like, we're like, okay, let's just. I don't care the last guy in the roster. But it does matter if you're in their world and seeing the second or third guy, Dion Bush, had a huge pick in the playoffs against Baltimore like seeing guys further down the depth chart it does it does matter man Deion Bush had a huge play in this postseason run he only played I don't know what like 15 snaps if that in the entire postseason I don't know if it was even that yeah maybe but he played three I know that the three and you got a pick in one of them you just mentioned Mike Pinnell we know what Mike Edwards has done Drew Tranquil I mean you just go through some of these veteran players that they have brought in the organization further down the depth chart (sighs)
2: spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com